So, uh, hi, and welcome to another episode of the Able to Care podcast. My name's Andy Baker, obviously your host. Uh, joining me is my co-host, Hello. Nadine Sutton. Hello. <laughs> okay. And uh, today we've got a very special guest with us. Uh, we've got a gentleman by the name of Benny Shakes, uh, who's come in to talk to us today about uh, cerebral palsy and uh, disabilities. And Benny does a lot of work within the community. He's self-employed. Um, he's a stand-up comedian. He's also a speaker and does talks within schools, um, trying to raise awareness and education and, and understanding um, around learning disabilities and disabilities. And uh, Benny's been very kind to join us today for our podcast so thank you for joining us thank you for having me i'm dead excited <laughs> excellent well thank you very much for coming over so benny comes over from nottingham it's nottingham you hail from originally, yeah it's it? selston so it's near, near derbyshire oh, really okay. so yeah quite a while long way but it's worth it yeah absolutely i was pretty shaded you coming yeah. over benny yeah um, so we've just been um, doing a bit of a course, um, Able Training been writing a course around cerebral palsy. Um, we're trying to uh, do a course. We've had a customer who contacted who was really interested. So we thought it'd be fantastic to kind of tie this in with the podcast and get you involved and uh, and have a chat about it. So we've got a few chatting points that we, we yep. sort of will go through if that's all right. Yep. So we'll start off, if you're happy to tell your story, Benny, obviously, uh, what? When did you first find out or, or realise you had CP? Where, where did your parents find out you had CP? Well, you're um, <laughs> we've only got an hour. <laughs> um, so we, my parents got the diagnosed when I was three to four months right. old. Yeah. Um, because they saw I wasn't doing stuff properly mm -hmm. so that's when they found out um when did i realize i realized at the age of 13 right okay because my parents were always no benny can do whatever his sisters can do so i was treated i hate the word but i'll say it as normal as possible. Right. So I did scouts, I rode a bike, yeah. I climbed, I did everything. But when you go to a big school, mm. you're like, hang on, there's not, why am I the only one? Yeah. I was the only disabled person in my school for 10 years, I think. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. So it must have felt a little bit different to yeah. everybody else recognise yeah. a big difference there at that point. Yeah, 100%. So um, if we if we just find out a little bit, so I know you've already told me, but it was a case of, so you're diagnosed with spastic CP. Yeah. Yes. Do you know about the different types of CP and, and how I, they're different from what you have? I can't remember. My spastic, I have, I shake. Mm -hmm. uh, my muscles tense yeah. and relax. I can be in bed and my whole body will spasm. Um, um, there is other... You've got mild cerebral palsy. Yeah. Where... 
you've got a limp yeah. and that's it. Right. Um, I would say I'm middle range yeah. because I shake, I walk a bit funny, and I talk a bit funny. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got I call the high end where you're in a wheelchair, um, some can't speak mm-hmm. properly, so they use a communication aid. But again, they might have high-end CP, but they've still got a brain and they're still intelligent. Yeah, so yeah. Stop looking at the disability and look inside. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Just because somebody's non-verbal doesn't mean that they're not understanding. Exactly. And it really made my perception change. I thought, yeah, like how do I know that they don't understand and, exactly. and those sorts of things. So yeah. If you take the time to look in their face and talk to them, yeah. their eyes will tell a story and you can see that they wanna communicate. Yeah. So. yeah great stuff. Yeah. Always look at the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Windows to the soul. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, I think what you were referring to there with the, the kind of sort of your low level. So I know there's a, a, a principle, I think it's GMFCS, which I can't remember what it stands right. for, but of different levels of, of basically the needs or yeah. the amount of support that's needed. And you yeah. say the kind of low level is they can walk pretty much, may have a slightly unusual gait, but that's about yeah. it with their walk. And all the way up to then somebody who's in a wheelchair and has to use eye tracking yeah. kind of communication aids, as you mentioned there as well. Yeah. So kind of in the middle. Uh, you also said about the spastic CP, which I know is kind of the muscle stiffness and yeah. affects your movement and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but there is a couple of other types of, of CP as uh-huh. well. So you've got mixed type and then uh, I'll give the names of them. Yeah. So ataxia and dyskinetic. Yes. Yeah. The different ones. So they present slightly differently, don't they, as far as some are... Uh, stiffness and some are muscle looseness, I think, yes, as well, aren't they? Some are limp, and some, um, it's not CP, but it is, and I forgot what she's got. <laughs> she's in my book, yeah. Uh, but it's not CP, but they call it CP, oh, okay, where half your left side. Right. Doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. And it, I forgot what it is. It'll have a good. fancy name more than like. <laughs> yeah. We'll Google, we'll Google it later. Come to me in yeah. a minute. We can edit that in if you want. And we'll just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, it'll be somebody well, else's voice just saying here. that word. <laughs> what Benny meant to say was. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, um, do you know what caused your CP? Do you know what the answer um, was? It was lack of oxygen to the brain. So when I was born, I was born a twin. Right, okay. And there was complications at birth. Again, we think it was the doctor's fault. Right. In the 80s, there was a lot of that. The yeah. doctor's didn't understand how to um, deliver twins or Mm. people with disabilities. Nowadays, we've got, you can, I think you can, 
when you're pregnant, you can get a test to see if they're mm. Down syndrome. Yeah. And several, and I do believe several people lose one of oh, them. Might be, yeah. Um, but I could have sued, but I'm my parent. Yeah. What is money gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. It, it probably, if we had the money, I don't think I would be sat here mm. i think i would still be at home maybe in a wheelchair um and maybe not doing half the stuff i'm doing now so yeah i've got to thank my mum and dad the way they got brought up we're hard yeah you might be disabled but i'm gonna push you and it's made me for who I am. Yeah, so. we'll definitely come back to that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm mentioning and stuff because um, it is that you, you are kind of you are good enough the way you are, but also let's push yeah. you to be the best you can yeah. be, kind of thing. And I think that's yeah. definitely worth kind of referring to because um, that's obviously affected how you perceive yourself and, yeah. and how you see disabilities in yeah. general, isn't it? So yeah. I think that's definitely worth kind of looking at. Your mum and dad sound cool, though. <laughs> they are cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, as you mentioned there, and, and just to kind of add the the kind of the factual bits in, I'll see your situation sounds like it was um, prenatal or pe- yeah. uh, perinatal, which is during pregnancy. Yeah. Whereas I think it can be postnatal, where it happens just after birth, or it could be prenatal, which is yeah. before that kind of. So I think it can be different areas of development of the. I think of the child. it was as I came out. Right, so it's kind so, of the postnatal yeah. sort of things, a complication yeah. or a mess up of. Yeah, okay, perfect. Thanks, mate. Um, so as far as. Uh, Obviously, that huge experience of shifting over from primary school to secondary school, recognizing that you had some different stuff. Yeah. How has um, having cerebral palsy kind of impacted on your life? Uh, again, very immensely challenging. Um, I was a confused boy. Yeah. Between the age of 13 to the age of 35. Right. Um, I was drinking. I was in and out of employment. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I was brought up. My grand, both granddads always drilled it in. You need to get respect. Yeah. If they respect you, you will go far. Mm. I couldn't get that in my 20s, early 30s. So I did what most disabled people, physical, turned to drink. Mm. And yes, I do know it was wrong, but again, in a weird, funny way, it brought me to Nottingham, yeah, where I found my people, yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. kind of you found a reason from yeah. that, from that yeah. thing, found a positive from it. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. I had to go right down to yeah. come back up. See, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I, oh, I <laughs> oh, I'm a big believer in it. Yeah. yeah, I'm a massive believer. I in think it. if I stayed down London. 
I love my parents to bits, I really do, but because of my mental health and being in London and we're hard and mental health doesn't belong. It does now, yeah. but in the 80s, early 2000s, you've got to remember mental health was still in asylums. Yeah. We've only got rid of the last one 10 years ago. So I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, moving up to Nottingham kind of was beneficial. Yeah, so it benefited me and it gave mum and dad a break Mm. from me being this confused person. Because they didn't know what to do for the best. So coming up here saved me mm. in a way. That's the East Midlands for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to it. Leicester Massive. Um, so <laughs> you are funny. So as far as, uh, so what was it about moving up here then you found beneficial? You said the, the kind of the um, acceptance, do you think that's a big thing? Yeah, well, I don't know if you know Mansfield. Not not very well. Well, Mansfield's got use, is still the best disabled college in England. Ah, okay. Um, there I learned gardening skills. I learned how to cook. I learned how to look off myself, pay bills. I found my people, more disabled people. Yeah. Yes, there's a hierarchy, but I got to the talk quickly. (laughs) I pushed my way. And then because there weren't, Nothing to go back to in London. Mm-hmm. There was more opportunities up here. Yeah. I stayed here. Right. Okay. And yes, for the next 13, 14 years, I struggled with drink. I was on benefits. Mm. But I got there in the end. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not a race. It's, you know, you got to say. So um, was was moving to college then the first time you'd kind of been in a setting with with other people with differences? Yeah. I mean, we, down London, we did have Fab Club. Right, okay. Which was every Wednesday, all the disabled community got together. Mm. We had McDonald's, we had a sing-song. Yeah. And it was great. But Portland College, you saw every disability. Yeah. You had all the CPs, you had all the autistic. You, yeah, everything. Yeah. So, and it was great. Uh, I see. Seeing that diversity is a case yeah. of, oh, yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm not as unusual. Exactly. I'm not that different. I'm exactly. just, I, yeah, as you said, find yeah. the tribe kind yeah. of thing was, was yeah. quite a nice way of putting it. Yeah. 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 Um, so as far as 
have you, I take it you've come across, I mean, you, you mentioned before we started that one of the things you want to do is trying to raise awareness in yeah. schools and raise awareness in bigger organizations as well related to, you know, some of the fast food chains and uh, hotel chains and stuff like that to make sure their employees, make sure teachers, make sure anybody's kind of got a better understanding of, yeah. of um, uh, disabilities generally and how they can kind of better support people. I take it you have you encountered a lot of stigma and stuff yeah, in your life? all the time when we go out, me, Tommy, or we and you've had Ian on the podcast. Yeah. Um, when I get served, they look at my friends. Right. And it's like, hello, <laughs> you're taking my money, not that. Yeah, yeah. My money. So. I've stopped shopping at them places. Right, um, okay. That, again, there's no point because all my friends still shop there. Yeah. So it's fine. I, I, look, I can stand on my soapbox all my life. Yeah. And, yes, some people might listen. Mm. But I believe if I start going into schools, corporate events, and they listen to me, mm. I will win the war one piece at a time. There's no point going in with all these missiles and bombs yeah. and ruining lives. Yeah. Why not? Do it another way. Yeah. Train people and educate yeah. people and respect each other. It's all about the respect. Yeah, respecting the individual yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Do you have certain... Have you found that some people make assumptions about yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> I went to Portsmouth last year because I drive. Yeah. My friend doesn't drive, so we went to this gig. We parked. I got out of the car, and this bloke kept looking at me, and he was getting angrier and angrier. And I went on stage, and after he went, I am so sorry. Why? Well, when you got out of your car, I thought you was drinking and driving. And I said, do you know what? I really wish you had phoned the police. Why? Because <laughs> it would have made a good TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I did wonder whether you, um, you know, whether you have had quite a few people yeah. assume that you're drunk and stuff time. like that. All yeah. Yeah, that's just right. How are you all right with managing that now? Obviously, I know you're in a better am, place yeah. and things. But, but yeah. again, when I was sobered up, I realized people were looking at me different. So, again, I was looking for a job at the time and I tried to commit suicide because. I couldn't get a job, I, and people were looking. And then I went to hospital for two weeks, and they said, you've got to get a purpose in life. So, yeah. And 
at the time Boris Johnson was in government, he took away my care. So I did what any disabled person does. I employ um, comedians. <laughs> it's free care. <laughs> it's free care. <laughs> so I met Tommy and yeah. we made Benny Shade. Absolutely, yeah. How long have you been doing the comedy now? Because uh, I think you, I think I remember you attending one of my early gigs. And come five years next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think two thousand nineteen. Um, yeah, we did your gig. Yes, great. you did one here. We, yeah, yeah, we did in, one in Grantham, didn't we? And uh, but I think I remember you at one of the gigs I was doing, and I think you were sat and you were watching quite a few. I think you'd kind of done maybe yeah, done your first yeah, one or something like that, and you, and you had a chat yeah. with us at the end, and was kind of like, "Oh, I've started doing this as well," and I think you were kind of joining in. So you've you've travelled a long journey as far as five years in to to still keep going and stuff. You're doing it right. Well, I've read a book. I've read a show. I'm right in my second show, right. which you can find at Nottingham Comedy. Is it, I was going to say, have you done the Edinburgh Fringe as well? Did I? Yeah, that, that yeah, yeah. was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got save up next year. But, yeah, and yeah. it was expensive to do in that. But I've come away with a lot of work right, okay. from going up. Mm. So, okay, you lose a lot of money. Yeah. But if you lay out how much work I've gained from being there, it, it evens itself out. Yeah. And we're taking Blue Badge Bunch, which we'll talk about later. Mm. We're taking that to Europe next year. <laughs> nice. So, that's really good. Yeah. One, th one thing that's really nice to hear from you, Benny, is obviously, uh, that you're using, there's an element of you using your time to disability to your advantage in one way of kind of, but not in a kind of a, um, a self-fulfilling materialistic way, but kind of like, look, I, I've got this, I've experienced this, so I can educate and improve things for other people. And that's, that's kind of lovely. But it's also, in other ways, as you said, from your, your upbringing, that, well, why can't I do that? Kind yeah. of just well, other people do that. Why can't I do that? And it's that that's quite nice. It's that blend of the two that I use what I know about this and my experiences to improve, but also it's not something that ever holds me back. It doesn't. It isn't the only thing that defines me, and that's yeah. that's that's quite nice to kind of hear. Great, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um. So, is there certain things that you find from whether friends, family, or strangers in the street? Are there certain things that you find helpful for them? to do and interact with you and engage with you? Or is there certain things that you find irritating and frustrating and stuff like that? Uh, uh, helpful is when a stranger goes, have you got cerebral palsy? Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about it? Yeah. yeah. No problem. Uh, bugbear is the child's in Aldi's. And their parents are don't stare, stare, yeah, please stare. They're educating. I don't mind people staring, yeah, now, as long as they do it the right way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're doing it because they're yeah. curious rather yeah. than judgmental. I suppose, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think 
with the stigma and things like that, assumptions, is is it getting better from your perspective? It is. I'm getting more respect now than I did five years ago uh, with comedy. Uh, my new hour show is all about how I committed suicide to now I'm on top and I'm I'm giving you guys permission to laugh at me and to stare at me and I'm getting more respect that way. I yeah. can imagine it feels uh, nice to have that control. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a lot of... You'll find, uh, when I did a podcast all about disabled artists, they all said, I've come into self-employed because no one will employ me. Mm. So why not employ myself? Absolutely, yeah. It goes back to the freak show, doesn't it, in the 40s. They couldn't get a job, so they made a freak show and they took your money that way. Yeah. Okay, you're laughing at them, but they're laughing at you. Yeah. Because they've got your money. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's really nice and I I can imagine it feels lovely to have that sense of control. So if you're going to laugh at me, me, I'm going to laugh with you, but I'll be in control of you laughing. So, yeah, Yeah, I I like that. Yeah, pay my my bills at the same time. (laughs) Um, I was doing some uh, work with a family recently and they've got a, a son who had CP and complications during birth, doctor's yeah. fault, and they, they did get the money and stuff like that. And um, I think one of the things that they were struggling with, and, and I think he was struggling with definitely as well, um, is that he was very non-accepting of his condition. He didn't like to be treated in anything other than absolutely normal. He wanted to be able to do everything that a typical person should be able to do and and found it very, very difficult. He was kind of non-accepting. And I think that that kind of affected his mental well-being and obviously yeah. his behaviours as a result of that and stuff like that. Um, the, have you come across that quite a lot in the disabled community? Yeah, all the time. All the yeah. time. Especially the young ones mm. will be drinking and they won't listen to me like, come on, yeah. accept it. Because if not, you're going down the wrong path. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Let's change it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you could go, oh, it's fine. We've got Rosie Jones. We've got Lost Voice Guy. Yeah. We don't need anyone else. No, we need as many people out there on TV, on social media, on podcasts to help the next generation of kids. Yeah, have you found that, obviously you mentioned a couple of other comedians there that uh, have CP, so Lost Voice Guy and Rosie Jones. Do you you find, you have you been compared against them a lot? Do you get that mentioned quite a lot? Sometimes, but we're all friends and... Yeah, are oh, you in both? And uh, not Rosie Jones. No. Uh, I do like Rosie. She's Jones. on my target. To <laughs> me, 
That sounded a bit creepy. I'm not <laughs> creepy. I just want to meet Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That Lost Boys guy is great. Yeah. If I've got a problem, just message him. And if he's got time, he nice. go do it this way or do it that way. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few of us now. Yes, so, yes, yes, definitely. But, um, again, there's quite a few male CPs right. in the industry, but there's only one Rosie Jones. So yeah. Yeah. with Blue Badge Bunch is a disability awareness game show. I've got funding to find the next co-host which we're auditioning this weekend and my and I said Susanna it's gonna be a physical female Mm. don't want males and she's like why I'm like because I want to find the next Rosie Jones yeah yeah because there needs to be more. More, absolutely. So there isn't just the one yeah. that people can look up to. Yeah. There's, hey, there's all yeah. of these different individuals yeah. that I could look up to, yeah. different styles yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah definitely. So um, when it comes to communication, if we just come back to that for yeah, a second, yeah. that's okay. Um, do you find it, uh, do people sometimes like get impatient with you? They Is that do something that, sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Nowadays, Sounds like your dragon software gets impatient yeah, with you. <laughs> yeah, I just tell it, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when they do, I'm like, look. Yeah. I ain't got time for you. Watch me. You're losing your rag, so I don't really want you in my life. Yeah, yeah. Or if they're paying me, it's like, just be quiet and mm. take the money. And then me and Susanna blacklist them. Right. On a, not blacklist, but we would send them an email going, thank you for this, but yeah. you did this wrong, you did that wrong. Yeah, okay. So, so you just again, you, you go yeah. from an educational point yeah. of view again if you have to yeah. deal with that. Yeah. I believe yeah. if I don't start taking a stand, mm. then. We're not good. It's again, we're not going to get respect. Yeah, yeah. If I don't respect myself, how am I going to get respect for other mm. artists? So I just thought, um, we just come back to something you mentioned there. You said that you don't read and write. Is that because of CP or is that it's because a of, bit of CP, a bit of lack of support? And... Yeah, lack of support, CP. Yeah. I think it's mainly the CP. Yeah. Uh, but I'd cope with it. I yeah. can read, but not as great. I think um, if we were grading me, I would be a grade seven. Right, eight, okay. seven. Yeah, yeah. Still, maybe ten. Right. But it, again, if I'm not tired... I could be a 12-year-old, but yeah. 
if I'm tired, I'm seven. Yeah. So, I think that's but something... I'm not ashamed of it. No, no, absolutely. Because there's ways around it. Yeah. It's called our council funding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like any other, isn't it? Like, no, nobody judges anybody for not being able to juggle. Exactly. Um, but, but no matter what the reason is for it, whether you haven't learned it, not been taught it properly, or you're unable to. Yeah. So, but the reading and writing thing's got such a stigma around it, hasn't it? it? And it's, has it's associated with intelligence zero. immediately. Yeah, you can't write, you can't read. I'll be in this class. Or yeah. You can't write, you can't work out Greg's or McDonald's. Yeah. Well, actually, I can because I memorize everything. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just don't move things. Yeah. And it's fine. So I, I worked in Woolworths for years in my younger years, and I was in the stock room. I couldn't read, but I memorized where everything went. Right. I memorized the boxes, the sizes. Mm. I could tell you this box had China in, this box had. Ledge calls and yeah, you get around it. I think that's that's really important, isn't it? As far as the like, we all have certain you know skills and deficits, yeah. and and sometimes it's utilizing those skills to kind yeah. of work around the deficits. Yeah. And that's I think it's also the split skills. Um, I, I don't know whether you talk about that when you when you're teaching in schools and stuff, but the, the kind of split skills going. I, I may be not able to talk, but I can understand. Or yeah. I may not be able to read and write, but I can do this. And I, yeah. or my memory's really good. Even I though... think this is part of society, isn't it? We we so fixate on what people can't do. And yeah. I know, like with Abel, we're always like, right, okay, this condition can limit this, but these are yeah. all the things that the people that we've met or that mm. we've come across. This is everything mm. they can do. Mm. And it's yeah. trying to flip the terminology around. So, oh, what's the limitations? Uh, no, what's the what's the abilities? Where yeah. where is yeah. the skills? and where can we use and utilise them? It's like my friend Mark Nicholas said over lockdown, we don't need to adapt. Yeah. The government needs to adapt for us. Yeah. So if they start putting more things in place, like ramps, drop curbs, Mm. more buses with wheelchair act yeah more it would be a better place mm. but i think we need a new government for that political we'll cut that yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah he agrees but yeah <laughs> we better not go on to that one so just to kind of is there anything that you wanted to kind of ask specifically or anything like that no i think it was it was just a talking point around the abilities limitations and things like that but yeah, yeah i mean for you to get to where you've got to now is absolutely amazing i think it's a really positive thing for younger people to see and like you said, having to go through that journey of, oh, God, am I a bit different? And like, and it's that word normal. I don't like, what is normal nowadays? Exactly. It, it's a really difficult word. So I'm just hoping eventually we'll get to a place as a society where we're just, we are accepting yeah. and our next generation of kids yeah. will grow up saying, hey, people are different. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and I think we're slowly, slowly getting there, but there's yeah. loads of work to do still. Definitely. Well, I think I think what's, what's nice in, in what you said as well, Benny, that it is a, it's a kind of a two-way process. It's meeting each other halfway yeah. a little bit, isn't it? It's you know, um, 
it, it yes you have to make reasonable adjustments and you have to make adaptions of what you can and can't do but it's also then also having high expectations of yourself and doing well i'm going to be the best me i can be yeah. so i'm going to adapt as much as i can but then you have to kind of help me and meet me halfway a yeah. little bit i can't do all of the work but i also don't expect you to do all of the yeah. work and it's it's kind of find that balance i just wanted to sort of draw us to a close a little bit is there anything specific when you're going into schools and when you're kind of um, doing talks is there any kind of specific bits that you kind of feel are, are really important, really relevant? Obviously, you've touched on quite a lot of stuff already. Uh, but anything you, you'd like the, to raise awareness the, about? The main thing is respect. And yeah. I do little games with them right. to like, make them disabled, but they're not disabled. Like, okay. battering with one hand, drawing with their feet. Right, and then at the end of that, I do show them the book, and because you can spot the kids, right, who are a bit upset, a bit like I'm made feel fake. Mm. So what's the point being here? Yeah. So I make a point and say, I've read a book, but I can't read or write. Yeah. But I've done it because there is support and respect. Yeah. You see the kids just go from there to like yeah. that there is a light yeah. in the tunnel. Mm. I can do this. Yeah. So, again, if I can help a child get to their dream, I've done my job. I think that's, and that isn't just a, a message that's applicable for children with, with physical disabilities it's or differences. Everyone. It's, you know, a kid with ADHD in the corner who's exactly. being told he's bad. It's a case of yeah. you're not. It's a case yeah. of you, you just, you've got to adapt. Yeah. We'll find ways of yeah. figuring it and you yeah. will get to there at some point. Yeah. You, will, you know, we'll get yeah. to where you need to be at some point. So, yeah, that's yeah. brilliant, mate. Yeah, fantastic. You want to finish on? Yeah. No, just thank you for coming. I feel, yeah, I feel really enlightened and positive. I can't <laughs> yeah. believe it. It's gone too quick. I'm having fun. That's been fantastic. Yeah. So thank you very much, Benny, for joining us today. Really appreciate it. And I think hopefully there's some bits that, that people could take away from that and kind of learn from. And I think the underpinning message is just, you know, respect is one of the things you've mentioned a few yeah, times. Isn't always it? respect. My new shows are better. Um, Benny Shakes gets respect. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, what's the name of your book as well? If you want to uh, plug that, Blue Badge Bunch with Benny Shakes. Right, you can buy it on Amazon, or if you contact me, I will send you a signed copy. Fantastic. We'll make sure your email goes at the bottom of the yeah. uh, or in the in the comment section or somewhere on the podcast so that people can find you. Um, but yeah, hopefully you'll you'll get some uh, some notice yeah. from this if anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fantastic, Benny. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Cheers.